All right. And we're live. All right, we're going. First, because Paul loves it, we're going to have to do a marker. 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 Okay. Yeah, so uh, we have an interesting episode today. This is a first for the Tuesday Suck Podcast. We are missing one of the hosts, so we have a guest host. I am Amy, previously a guest on the show, and I am back. I am such a glutton for punishment. Yeah, you must be. And of course, Apparently. new listeners, you're stuck with me still. Paul is apparently off gallivanting with a different podcast, yeah. which means he is just, yeah, he's a podcast slut. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, I wasn't even ready for that one. I got, my, I got my soundboard up and not prepped, but... Well, you know, I'm, I'm here to help, right? Um, I thought you were carrying the show. Okay, so I'm, I'm carrying the show. I'm the one here to help. All right, so let's, let's get this kicked off started. That's okay. Neither do I, so... Hey, who knows? This might be the best show yet, right? So, um, anything interesting happened this week? Oh, it's been a fluster cluck at work, which, you know, anyone who's been listening knows. It's, it's an ongoing saga with you, Ken. Yeah, no shit. No truck problems. Yay! Which has been... Oh, wait, no. Sorry, I did forget one thing. Oh, okay. My, do you share? My lift gate. Yeah, you know, it's like a thing on the back. It goes up and down. You can use to move product. It needs, I actually know what that is. Yes. Okay. It needs to be greased. Not a big deal, except the other day I was at my biggest stop and had a couple of hampers loaded onto the gate, dropping it. And of course, like one half goes down and the other half doesn't. So That's I'm, never a good thing. So, uh, you know, the two hampers I had proceeded to roll off. I tried to save them. Didn't make it. Oh, uh, did everything get, they get run? No, the, uh, the uniforms they get are bagged. So well, that's good at least. Of course, like just as it hits the ground, one of the drivers walks up to me. He's like, hey, uh, I got a question. I was like, yeah, well, uh, how's your day going? Because as you can see, mine sucks. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, okay. <laughs> but that well, was I'm... the only truck is problem. Although today I did have a different truck and it's all weird. But Well, change always makes things weird. So yeah. Yeah, it's a different style truck. I've been driving the same type of truck for 23 years and today I was on a different one. But different scenery, maybe. I got used to it. There you go. There you go. It'll be nice in the winter with like actual heat in the cab. Oh, you won't know what to think, huh? I'll be sweating my ass off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't get that cold down here usually. So we usually have the opposite problem. Yeah, right now it is a nice and balmy 49 degrees. Wow. I think we got to the 70s today. Oh, you must have been freezing. Maybe up in, well, actually it was, uh, it was a little chilly this morning. I was trying to drive with the windows down and I was like, okay, we're just going to keep the roof open, not the windows down. Because I think it was like in the 60s. So a little cold for me. Yep. I had the heater going in the truck and the window open. Well, there you go. you know, you have to. All right. So yeah, it's been an interesting week for me at work. Um, uh, basically, there's a lot of changes going on and... Changes always suck. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, especially up front, it's like a dumpster fire and it just, you know, it keeps going. And like when you look inside the dumpster fire, there's a bunch of baby dumpster fires. And so needless to say, um, I do not plan on being around too much longer, but I won't go into details because I still need my job right now. I was say, so now would be a great time for you to tell us all uh, where you work. I'm um, just kidding. Go fucking do that. <laughs> uh, so anything else interesting happened this week? Um, probably. You know, probably. First, we get to, sure. uh, we're, we're missing a step here. See, I'm all screwed up. I'm not used to this. Oh, that's right. We haven't drank yet. Yeah, so. That's right. Okay. See, I didn't, I didn't skip ahead. So, uh, you know, at least someone pays attention and follows the format. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Dear listeners, grab your vessel of choice, fill it with your beverage of choice and hoist them high for the concurrent consumption. Go. <sighs> yep. That Very one. good. So what are you drinking? I am drinking, um, it's called ginger berry. It's a raw kombucha. And this is the first time I've tried this one, and it's actually pretty good. I do like ginger, and I do like berry. Yep, it's pretty good. Me, I'm going all out tonight. I have a glass of Coke. Wow, yeah. you could have you drank? For real Coca-Cola. So no, like, I'm just not feeling my, it tonight. 
So I'm drinking more alcohol than you are, Ken. What? Yeah. However, if I had like, you know, the original Coca-Cola, I'd be popped up on cocaine now. So well, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah. So doing all the good shit. <laughs> apparently, apparently. Yeah. I'm trying to see what kind of berries are in here. It tastes like blueberries. Yep. That's what it is. Blueberries. Now Maine is known for their blueberries. Just saying. Well, you should send me some sometime because actually there's been a blueberry shortage. Uh, the past couple of days I've been looking for some blueberries and I was not able to find them. Interesting. It, yeah. It's my dad's birthday on Sunday. And so we're doing his birthday party tomorrow. And so I've got to make some pies when I get off of here tonight. You know, tomorrow's Saturday, right? I was going to be like a surprise thing. Be like, surprise. No. Like, oh, I didn't expect it because it's no, not even no. today. It's just, that's when the schedules of everybody works out. It's not kind of the, you know, problem when you got a big family and both my brother and my brother-in-law work shift work. Yeah. So. In fact, um, this will be the first time that Paul gets to meet my brother-in-law. So that'll be interesting. But yeah, I can so, see that going either way. No, it, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> if if it, I'm not worried about Paul misbehaving, it's the other way around. So right, um, I'm going to have to talk to Paul about this because clearly he needs to step it up. <laughs> step it up now so he shouldn't be misbehaving. Now my family likes him, so I like to keep it that way. But yeah, so I've been like running to several stores <laughs> this week looking for blueberries, and. Couldn't find any, and my mom found some at another store this morning. So I was like, "Yay!" Because otherwise, you ain't getting blueberry pie for your birthday. Ah, I do have two blueberry bushes in my yard. Oh, that's nice. The problem is, I've got about a day and a half from the time they bloom to the time the birds eat them all. So yeah, yeah. I try to get the kids to go out and pick them, and they just you know ignore me. But that's what kids that's do. What, well, that's what well, but that's what they're for. That's why you have children. Free labor. So see, I think we have children to eat our food, and well, see, that's why they need to pick the berries be to the offset some of that food they ate. I mean, every day the kid tells me, oh, I'm going to go outside. So I'm like, okay, while you're out there, go ahead and pave the driveway. And, you know, they refuse to do it. I'm like, what the fuck? It's time you earn your keep. That's why you got to start him early. You have to start him early again. Oh, I failed. I know. Like, I mean, you know, like when my nieces were like three years old, I was already telling them, earn your keep, earn your keep. Do that shingle up on the roof. Go put that back. But ladders in the garage. If you're going to fall, try to, hey. uh, you know, land on the grass. Well, but if they're young enough, you know, their bones are a little bit more flexible. So yeah, exactly. Quite as bad. Just don't tense up when you hit. <laughs> That's right. Stay limp, you'll be fine. Get them young enough; they don't even know to be afraid. So yeah. <laughs> so this has been brought to you by our new parenting tip segment. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. I don't have children, so. <laughs> or uh, the next parenting tip segment, we'll see if we can get Pete to come back on talk about his kids listening to this show. Yep. So what's next on the schedule, Ken? Because obviously I'm just bypassing the whole drink thing and everything. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. Then we just ramble on for however long it takes and call it a night. All right. Okay. So let's see. Do you got any questions for me? Anything that you're just dying to know since I was on here last? No, not really. No, not really. Okay. Did you ever find out any more about the uh, golf cart situation? No, oh, I, was, I haven't. I was hoping I'm you telling... were going to look into I it. I know. No, I did look into it. And it's like it's been scrubbed. I'm uh, telling you, see? everything, everything really like cool that happens in Seabrook gets scrubbed. See, I conjectured a... that it may have been the spy. And now it, suddenly it there's have. no information it could about have. it. And if it was, yeah, she was, she looked rough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. She looked pretty rough. So I'm, well, when you've been I'm a, trying to give... When you've been a secret agent for that long, of course, it's going to take a stole. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there was uh, about a year ago, um, there's a roundabout right outside my neighborhood. And Carr managed to fly over the roundabout, missed the you know town clock in the center. A roundabout managed... with a town clock in it. Yes. Yes. It um, sounds like an 80s Hallmark movie. <laughs> except there were no roundabouts in the 80s because except people maybe fucking drive. People, then maybe they were trying to you know recreate Back to the Future. I don't know. But anyway, so it lands... You couldn't do this if you tried. It landed against the CVS building in between the building and, you know, like the metal poles to prevent cars from hitting the building. Yep. It like sandwiched right in there. So I, I have no idea how they did that. But again, the same Facebook group, they posted it, right? I mean, these people had to be cut out. They couldn't get out of the car. They had to be cut out. And it took like four months 
four, six four months, months to get them out of the car. Holy shit. <laughs> no, for the CVS to be repaired because it took all the, the brick off. Like it didn't penetrate the wall to the inside, but it, it knocked off all the outside brick and everything. And it just sat there with boards over it for like four or six months. But I think the people are okay. I think they were okay. But um, well, yeah, you can't, I can't find it anywhere. I have looked, I have looked, I've tried to Google search everything. Nope. Not a word of it. That's not telling anything really super interesting that happens. gets like just brushed under the rug. A city I work in, like half the buildings have boarded up sections where people have tried to drive through them. So that's pretty normal. There you go. Okay. So I got a question for you. So tell me about what your itinerary is going to be whenever you do finally come down here. Like you have, tell me about what coasters you want to see and everything. I mean, do people, you permission do to people talk about really want to hear me ramble on about my nerd shit? Yeah. Why not? Paul oh. already said like, if it's that bad, he won't, he won't hear this. So <laughs> no, he'll do it just to fuck with me. No, but seriously, like, tell me, tell like, me like interjections. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm getting all these texts from you, you know, well, about, like we should do this and we should do that. So I, I want to hear like what coasters we're going to be hitting up and all that kind of stuff. All right. So there's two Six Flags parks in Texas I want to go to. We've got Six Flags over Texas, which is the original. And then Six Flags Fiesta, Fiesta, Texas, which is widely regarded as the number one Six Flags park in the world. Oh, sweet. Did not know that. Which is why I was thinking going to over Texas first would be better because you never want to like start with the best and then like it just gets goes downhill after that. You have to build up. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because you know, you, all right. You start out with Iron Rattler, then everything else is just like, eh. Eh. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But also, I found so, out by talking to you, there's uh, yeah a really good wooden coaster near where you are. Yeah, that I've never been on. <laughs> yeah, that actually holds the record for crossing over itself. Really? It crosses over or under itself in... like forty-two times. <clears throat> is that the one in Kima, or is that yes. the one in Galveston? Uh, Kima. The one in Kima. The boardwalk. That's board. like five minutes from my house. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah, it's almost four thousand feet long, and it only takes up an acre. Like the footprint yeah. of the thing is tiny. Yeah. But there's a lot of track. I didn't realize it was that big, honestly. I, I never really paid attention to it. That's, just like, that's right. Very good, Ken. I'm proud of you. I knew it was coming. I, I prepped for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gone to like restaurants down on the boardwalk there, but never been on any of the coasters. And so like, I never, I mean, I knew it was big, but I didn't realize it was that big. So that's, that's pretty cool. There's probably a lot of restaurants down there too. And an oh, aquarium yeah. or two. An aquarium restaurant. Yeah. Which I've never been to an aquarium restaurant. And a rainforest there's, cafe. There's like an I've... aquarium. That's in Galveston. Well, they may have one in Kingman now. No, I don't think they do. But that, that one's in Galveston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I've never heard, ever heard anything good about a rainforest cafe. Really? Yeah. What have you heard bad about it? The food is way overpriced and not very good. Oh, well. I but I mean, if you're going to a rainforest cafe, it's kind of like, you know, you're going for the ambiance thing. Oh, yeah, because they have all kinds of animatronics and you get like misted on and all those other kind of but stuff. Still, I prefer decent food. Yeah. There was a place, uh, a little, um, probably like a little mom and pop place. But they have uh, really, really good po' boys. But you wouldn't like it because it's seafood. Yeah, yeah, seafood's terrible. See, I would eat but, seafood uh, if cows had gills. So, I'm thinking. Wow, way to like what? no sell my joke. Good job. It's like having Paul on yeah. here. That's right, I went there. What are you going to do about it? There's only a couple of these that I'm going to even hit. So, you know, because I, I didn't have time to read you the board. But, um, you know, so you don't like any kind of seafood at all. I don't. Even some like the meteor fish? Nope. Oh. Can't do it. And you live like right there on the coast. Yeah, no. I, I mean, don't understand people that don't like seafood. The home of the lobster <laughs> and I just can't do it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I was doing a vendor booth last, yeah, uh, last Saturday. And so, um, we had to set up outside and they were like, Oh, you're in luck. You've got, you've got a couple of food trucks, you know, that are going to be right by you. And so we're like, okay, good. We got lunch covered. Right. So, uh, one of the ones that, um, pulled up was this cousin's main lobster, which I, they like advertising, they were on shark tank and all this other stuff. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I don't know. That just doesn't lobster out of a truck just doesn't sound very appetizing to me. Not that I've had much lobster. Well, how fresh is know? it going to be shipping it all the way to Texas? That's what I'm like wondering, you know? Uh, so, but it was the weirdest thing. So apparently we picked the wrong event to do set up a vendor table at because there was a big event happening at the same time, like maybe a mile away. And so there wasn't much traffic. Random people kept popping up 
and they would walk right past our booth and they're like, sorry, no time to talk. Like go into this cousin's main lobster booth truck. Just they like purposely just drove there just to get the lobster. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it must be good, but I'm not going to pay 30 bucks for lobster from a truck. Yeah, that's a little rough. No, but it, it just cracked me up. It was like, okay, they must have like some kind of following or something on social media that these people are specifically, you know, driving in town for that. I felt so bad that I, I got tacos from the taco truck because I think people from my booth were the only customers they had that he had. <laughs> Everybody else was going to the lobster truck. So, so I should uh, go down there and start a lobster truck. Okay. So you should go down there and what? Open up a lobster truck. You could do that. Ken. In fact, if I registered oh. a truck from Maine, I could have Maine plates on it too. You could. You could. There uh, was a guy inside that was selling pins. So you should you should do that. You should set up your booth and sell your, your pins. Pins and lobster. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have much of a Maine accent, but that would help well, too, I think. Well, you've got more of it. You don't have a Texas accent, so, so you're good, I think. Thank God for that. What's wrong but with a Texas I don't accent? have time to talk as slow as y'all talk. We are appreciating life. You know, I, I got shit to do. I need to talk fast. <laughs> I get time to sit here and ramble on with you when, you know, I got to get to my next stop. That's why you prefer texting. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like killing two birds at once. I can drive to my next stop while texting, and then I'm not like losing any time. So just like I'm everybody... kidding. I don't fucking text and drive. Don't get all butthurt, people. <laughs> oh, that's bad. And okay. anyone who's had a text conversation with me can attest that, like, you know, I'll be chatting, 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 and then nothing for like 20 minutes. It's like, no, I was just driving yeah. my next stop. Oh, no, that's what I figured. Very good. So does everybody talk fast where you live? For the most I've, part, never, yeah. I've, I've never been to Maine. Well, I drove there when I was probably like five, just so we could say, hey, we you were driving cars. when you were five? Holy shit. You started well, early. Te- technically, yeah, my dad did start me early. <laughs> he would, we would go to like a, um, these streets where there was um, just warehouses on the weekend. And he would sit me in, in his lap and be like, all right, let's drive. He figured there wasn't anything we could really hit. And then when we got older, it was like, okay, you're going to, you know, do the, um, <laughs> you know, you're going to do the pedals now. So it was quite fun. Yeah. I learned to drive when I was quite young. It wasn't legal, but <laughs> life lessons. I mean, important things to learn. That's right. That's right. Now, speaking of Maine Lobster, see, I, where I live, I could drive about 10 minutes, go to this rickety ass dock that's running away and buy lobster directly from some sketchy asshole just off a boat. <laughs> so like dirt cheap and he like just pulled it out of the water oh wow is it good lobster i mean i assume so that's right because you don't need it no such thing as good lobster i would say but <laughs> quality lobster we could say that okay yeah quality lobster if you're into sea cockroach that's the way to do it what sea cockroach i mean Ew. lobster are bottom okay, yeah, feeders. yeah yeah they yeah crawl yeah around the bottom of the ocean eating all the shit that dies and falls there i know shrimp are bottom feeders too but i love shrimp and they like look like bugs anyway they do they do i think paul just texted me he's worried that we're talking about him Ooh. I don't even know who you're talking you know. about. Oh, your, your former co-host. Ah, yeah. Maybe he wants his job back. I know also down in Portland, one of the docks has this restaurant. I haven't been there in years. I assume they're still there unless the you know health inspector shut them down. And see, this is the problem with not eating seafood, too. Like you go into this place, it's a little shithole of a bar. You can mm-hmm. look down through the floorboards and you're looking at water. Sweet. There aren't two chairs like in that. the place that match. That's okay. You don't have to. You go for the food. It's like you go order the... Well, hopefully. I mean, the food there I heard was pretty good. Except sometimes it was slow. You order the catch of the day and like, you know, half hour later, you're going to catch you it. still got nothing. You're like, what the hell's going on? Was my food? You're like, didn't you, trying didn't to you order the catch? Would you stop stepping on my damn joke? Fucking hey, it's like yelling Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry. So yeah, it was like, you know, where's my food? It's been 30 minutes. And it's like, well, you ordered the catch of the day and the fuckers aren't biting. We've got three lines out and we're still trying to haul something in. And that would have had way more impact if you didn't screw me all up. I'm sorry, Ken. Ah. Boy, have you lost your mind? I'll help you find it. Well, actually, I am a slightly delirious. It has been a very long week, so I do apologize, Ken. That's okay. <laughs> I'm used to dealing with it anyway. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. You mentioned tacos, too. Yeah. I, I had, know that was so good. I had an incident last weekend uh-huh. with tacos. So okay. we're in the grocery store shopping, and 
Yeah, we do tacos like once a week. Okay. And, but are these, these are like street tacos. No, these are not street tacos. These are Old El Paso specifically. Okay. Yeah. These are, these are not, these are like real, like street tacos. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> really I good. I ain't got time for that shit. So, you know, we get the Old El Paso stuff. Now, half of okay. my family like these soft tacos <laughs> and half like the crunchy tacos. Okay. Now, Old El Paso makes a kit that has. Those, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Like perfect. And it comes with a sauce and a little seasoning packet. So, we're in a grocery like store. That sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you get like six hard and six soft and then, you know, everything you need. Mm-hmm. So I look down, I see, oh, it's a two dinner kit. So it's for like, you know, two separate meals. So I'm thinking, oh, oh okay, if I buy this, nice. you know, then we'll have it for the next time too. Awesome. So I'm making tacos. I open up the thing to preheat the shells and the 12 hard shells instead of the six are all in one mm-hmm. fucking package. Like, because you don't, you don't get a twist. It's right. like one night it's going to be all hard. The next night it's going to be so like, What the fuck? <laughs> no, this says specifically, it's in two separate kits. So it just says two, it's a two dinner kit, but they're all yeah. in one package. So now, you know, you open it up, you get your six hard shells. And the next time you go to have the same, the other six, they're going to be fucking stale. Well, that's why you only get like the, you only, you have to eat all the hard shells at once. Well, that's bullshit because it doesn't work for my family. So also, I'm just trying to explain Old El Paso's marketing it, it, It's a fucking scam. It, 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 yeah, I can, I can see that. It's right up there with Big Egg. I have no idea what See, some of the old school listeners will get that from the podcast that shall not be named. Okay. Well, you're going to have to explain it to me because I don't know what that is. I don't know if we have time for that. So the other thing oh, with we, this- We literally this, have time to talk about whatever This Old El Paso want. kit. Okay. okay. So I'm expecting- 12 hard tortillas and 12 soft tortillas. There's only 10 fucking flour tortillas in it. So they screw you out of being able to eat, you know, two different meals out of this because they package it all together. And then they screw you out of two flour tortillas. What the fuck? But Ken, you're getting like old El Paso. That's not even like real tacos. We are about as far from Mexico as you can get up here. Okay. I, so I we don't do that. real shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, you know, you can't expect those people that make that to like really care that you're getting a great Mexican food experience. I'm not expecting a great Mexican food experience. That's why I'm buying old El Paso. If I wanted a real Mexican experience, I'd buy Ortega. Everyone knows it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, no. That's... What I'm saying is I want I actually, like, that's 12 worse goddamn than flour tortillas instead of 10. <laughs> I'm going to mail you some flour tortillas. I mean, I could make my own, but <laughs> the whole point of having tacos is it's easy. You throw the meat in, you brown it, and you're pretty much done. Yeah. That's one way to go about it. <laughs> I brown the meat, I yell at the kids, hey, supper's done. And then I don't have to deal with anything. They'll just get the rest of the shit themselves. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Apparently, Old El Paso, math was not a require, requirement, though. So Old El Paso, I know you executives are listening. If you want to make it up to me, you better get in touch with me. Otherwise, I am throwing my whole hat into the ring for Ortega. That's just the way it is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You want your two tacos. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, Better Off Dead? Is that, uh, what the hell's his name? John Cusack. Cusack, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's the one with the, the, the kid. The kid. No, it's the guy, the kid oh, that the, runs around. Yeah, the two dollars. The nice yeah. I want my two dollars. That you can. I want my two tacos. Yeah, exactly. And the kid had a point. <laughs> I know, right? He was like everywhere. He he. That kid was definitely not going to let go of that two dollars. He yeah. he was going to get his That's two bucks because he was an entrepreneur. What was the one with the boat? Was that one crazy summer? Perhaps that sounds like that's right, but it's been a really long time since I've seen that. Yeah, it's been a while. If Paul were here, he would Google it. I suppose I could, but I'm lazy. <laughs> if you really want to know, Google it. <laughs> That's true. So what okay, have you been so up to? Working. That's all I ever do. Work and drive to Brenham. All I do. In fact, we were um, we were playing a game tonight with the kids right before we were doing this. And that is neither working nor driving. No, that w- it was it was different. Well, normally on a Friday night, I would be I would already be in Brenham, but I have I have to work in the morning. I've got to do another booth in the morning, so. Oh, that sucks. And then I knew I had to record this, and so did not drive to Brenham. Well, I mean, you didn't have to. Time. No, it's, I, I wanted to. I mean, you know, I'm like, like I'm like, okay, it's time for another episode to come out. Oh, it and is good I, that you I stepped feel, up because someone else is slacking. It is. 
Well, I feel like I am just a little bit responsible for the fact that y'all haven't recorded <laughs> in a while. I mean, so. only the last three times were your fault. Was it really the last three times? No, I don't think so. Although the last time we were supposed to record, and then I get a message, oh, no, we're doing something. You didn't even fucking do it because he got sick, which no one believes. Oh, that was but last week. Yeah. We were no, to... he, he really was sick. Uh-huh, sure. Oh, yeah, he was. He sounded fine had... the next day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, he was sick. I even went over there and made him chicken soup. So I can prove that he was sick because I had to, I had to rearrange the... No, it wasn't. It wasn't because he was sick. It was because um, he didn't tell me he had to record podcast. But so we had made plans to go ghost hunting, go on a ghost tour. So we're doing that tomorrow night instead. Fortunately, nice ghost people allowed me to transfer my tickets. So <laughs> Nice ghost people. That's... I forgot what the name of the company is. We're going to Galveston. That ought to be pretty interesting. That, that's a good one. I like that one. That's actually called so, ghost walking. Well, you know, I wanted to clean up the soundboard here, but... No, and if you start changing with it, Paul's going to get all pissy because you won't be able to find anything. It's okay. I already accidentally deleted one of his. Yes, we've been over that. Well, but the audience, did they know? That was before we started recording. I mean, if they pay as much attention as most of our listeners, then no, then I have a fucking clue. Well, there you go. But anyway, so I'm sorry. There were, I think there were, we went to a play and that was the only night we could go. So that was another reason that you weren't able to. Oh, that's right. So I think only twice, twice was my fault. Kind of. But it's also kind of like Paul's fault too. Well, I'm sticking with the three times anyway. I already told them they could blame me. This is my punishment. (laughs) Having to put up with me. That's pretty harsh. Aww. Sounds like a Fourth Amendment violation. <laughs> no, you're not so bad, Ken. That's only because you don't know me well. Well, uh, when you come to see the, the theme parks, then, then we'll get to know you very well, and we'll be like, okay, yeah, that's it. You gotta go, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember how we said we had a place for you to stay? Uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. The couch is no longer available, sorry. I will just go to Walmart, find myself a cheap tent, and I'll be all set. <laughs> well, at, at least the weather you know will be a lot milder, probably, compared to... Well, unless you come in the middle of the summertime. Fuck that. I ain't going near, anywhere near Texas in the summer. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't want to have like five months of 100 degree weather almost every single day. No, I'm good. <laughs> or that four month drought we had. <laughs> See, I'm thinking April sounds perfect. You know, it starts getting 100 degree weather in, in May, right? <laughs> At least this year it was. That's why I said April. See, April comes before May. I'm not sure if you know yeah. this. In fact, on yes, the computer, you can probably bring up this thing called a calendar. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting you know, it's still going to be probably pretty hot. See, we, we jump from winter, which is probably really like y'all spring, into summer. There's not, like, we get like a couple days of what you would call spring, maybe down here. But for you, it's not really spring. It's probably your summer. And that's only like maybe two days. I'm thinking I mean, your winter like, is probably I, That's what I'm saying. Summer. Like, our, it goes from winter. I mean, that's probably like, well, I don't know. Do you have, sometimes it gets a little cold. I mean, I realize it's not really cold, but. You did have that ice storm a couple years back. Yeah, so we had no power because they were retarded saying that oh the grid was over Mm -hmm. yeah whatever not buying that i actually yeah this was years and years ago but i actually landed in austin during an ice storm once and it was funny because like no one knew how to drive or how to deal with it oh no yeah so this truck would pull up a bunch of guys would jump out shovel gravel out of the back of it onto a bridge and then drive off (laughs) sliding all over the place to get to the next bridge yep what the fuck are you guys doing that's not gonna work there's salt in the bridge in the meantime me and my wife were out driving around just because like well this ain't so bad uh yeah (laughs) Less than 14 inches. That's not going to slow me down. Yeah, that's one thing. I don't drive in snow and I don't drive in ice. <laughs> yeah, I don't drive in snow and ice in like July or August. Any other month, no. you know, it could happen. No, I'm, I just, I don't. But that's because we don't have a lot of snow or ice to practice in. And we don't have things like snow tires down here. I've never run snow tires. Really? Yeah, all season. Good to go. Oh, well, there you go. You know, it's like I anything. Know nothing stuff. It's a skill to learn. Well, yeah. And if you don't need it, don't bother. We have enough to deal with, with our hurricanes. Yep. Usually if like a restaurant is closed and it's on the water, it's usually due to a hurricane and not the food. <laughs> in fact, there have been some very good restaurants that never opened back up. They were wiped out. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. But hey, you know, 
But even that, you don't get nearly as bad as like Florida does. Again, Florida hurricanes are like, eh, we'll close for a couple hours, but we'll be back up. Maybe not necessarily right here, but along the coast, yeah. Aren't you like right on the coast? Yeah. I, I live on, yeah, on the little bay So where I live. Like, like Paul doesn't, but I do. Like I'm like, literally I can go five minutes east. Okay. So you just said, well, we don't really get them here, but we do on the coast. So you're saying like five minutes from you is where you get the hurricanes, but not where you are. No, but I'm talking, I'm talking like in Houston. Uh-huh, like, I mean, yeah. Houston, they but, don't always hit Houston. We're changing the story. I see. That's what I meant. Ah. But actually one of the deadliest hurricanes happened like in 1900 and it hit Galveston. It's one of the deadliest storms. I think actually the deadliest storm in the United history, United States history. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a lot of ghosts in Galveston. It was a pirating port too. A lot of history. That's weird. Do you think that's like quite a ways from where you'd expect pirate activity to be? But then again, maybe it was not, a good place not to really. Escaping. Galveston's an island, so it's just, you know, it's just off the coast, but it's an island. And it's probably going to be probably the closest without getting, you know, too far down towards Mexico. Where are you Googling it? I am. I'm just trying to see like the Gulf is pretty big. Yeah, it and is. So you're it's pretty far away from like where you'd expect the you know pirates to be. Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Bahamas, the Caribbean. I don't know what to tell you. you just, pirates like to come to the USD, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, who wouldn't? But yeah, everyone likes to come to the US. <laughs> apparently, apparently. Speaking of pirates, the other day I was watching a video on YouTube. It was uh, like these Somali pirates mm-hmm. that were a big problem a couple years back. They decided to attack a commercial vessel and attempted siege it. Come to find out it was the French flagship of like their local fleet. You know, oh, wow. Like, you know, a Navy vessel. <laughs> it didn't work out so well for the pirates. Oops. Like, yeah. As far as fuck-ups go, that was a pretty big one. Sounds like it, yeah. Anyway, I kind of feel bad for giving you shit, but then I realized I can't treat you any differently, so, you know. <laughs> well, well, thank you for the thought. That's, that's good, at least. <laughs> this is what the people expect and want, I assume. For, for Paul's girlfriend to get abused. <laughs> I assume people listen to this podcast just to hear me give the guest shit. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but if there is no really guest, a... it's giving Paul shit. So okay. now, since you're a Paul okay, proxy... Okay, by proxy, I'm Paul. Exactly. I'm a Paul proxy, okay. And technically, I guess I'm not a guest, but I am a guest. Interesting. Oh. I just got a text from the ghost tour people reminding me that I have a tour tomorrow night. They knew we were talking about them and their ears were burning. Probably. So. If they want a uh, you know, shout out, they can think about sponsoring okay, the show. So, that's right. Okay. So Ghost City Tours, if you're listening, I know that you have many other tours and Paul and I will be attending your Shadows of the Revelry Ghost Tour tomorrow night. And I believe you have at least two other ones and we would be interested in, you know, attending those too. And in fact, if you, if you want, like, what did you say in April? You know, Ken might want to go too. So, you know, you could throw some free tickets our way. It would be nice. We would not object to that at all. Especially if you can give me a pass to ride on the uh, Iron Shark down at Pleasure okay, Pier. Is that the, is that, okay, but these aren't associated with Pleasure Pier. People are not associated hey, with Pleasure that's Pier. That's their logistical but... problem, not mine. <laughs> if they want to accommodate me, they can figure it out. All right. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about this roller coaster that's a special, the one in Galveston. I um, mean, it's not super special. It's, it's the uh, making model is known as a Gerslauer Eurofighter. They're fairly common, but I've only ever been on one. Okay. It's, uh, Vertical lift hill, so you go straight up, and then a beyond vertical drop. Nice. So you get like all kinds of airtime, as they call it. Yeah. There is only a lap bar on that particular one, though. Interesting. Which is nice because you don't have to worry about your head going back and forth, bouncing off the overhead restraints. Right. Like untamed Mackenzie Lake Park. It's got a little bit of a rattle in your head bouncing back and forth. It kind of hurts. Yeah. I, I got. I think I got whiplash last time I was on a ride. Iron Shark is also a pretty blue color. Oh well, and there you go. If it's a blue color, it is important. I've got to ride it. Okay, is that your favorite color? No, but I appreciate you know. A good roller coaster aesthetic. Oh, okay. It just is nice looking. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I have found out that since I have gotten a little bit older, I am not able to ride all rides anymore. I cannot ride the ones. They just that... won't let you on those little freaking cars that go oh, around in the short corner of the horn, huh? You know, I did not try, but I may have been able to talk my way into that. But I'm just saying 
my body will not let me. Yeah, Those ones that spin around, no, nope. I got sick last time or almost got sick. I felt sick. And it, it disappointed me greatly because the ride was really, really fun. But the good news is that nobody knew I was sick, at least for, for a little while. That's the trick. Well, yeah, I, I held that off really good. And what was really funny is because I was on the ride with um, Paul's daughter and it was called like a zero gravity thing. So it just kind of spun you around really fast. Yep. One of those like gravitron and, uh, things are around us. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Paul and his son were standing there and he was recording. Right. And so I'm like laughing and, you know, we're having a good time. And then towards the very end, I realized, oh my goodness, you were so sick. Please don't throw up. And I wasn't yelling anymore. But then apparently while we were up there on the ride, Paul and his son were joking about, do you think that Amy's going to get sick? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he said, like, do you think that, you know, his daughter was going to get sick? And his son's like, yeah, I was in one sick. But what was really funny is Paul rode a ride with the kids later on that it was kind of like a hang gliding thing. So you go around, but you're like, you know, kind of suspended. And he admitted to me that he got sick and he was like <laughs> praying, please don't throw up, please don't throw up. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't feel so bad eh? because that ride was not as intense as the one that I just yep. went on. <laughs> So we have both discovered we cannot do the round things. I think around, I talked about around, it around. on here about my trip to Storyland with uh, my wife's sister and her two kids. And we went on the Glockenspiel, which is like teacups only inside a cuckoo clock. But you have the tubs that you can spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me. no, no, I know those. I'm really good at spinning those. Yeah, it was like me and the three younger kids. And they're all like, mm -hmm. oh, spin us, spin us. Yeah, I knew I was going to regret it. But I was like, all right, they want spinning. We'll get, it. We'll get this thing going. So I had that thing whipping around. Yeah. And I was... I must have been a nice shade of green, but I'd be damned if I was going to show it. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, we get off two, that thing. I can barely walk. Two years ago, I went to Universal Florida with my brother, his, his wife, and my two older nieces. And they, so um, the middle niece and I, we went on like a, their version of the teacup ride. And then it was my brother and uh, my oldest niece. And so, you know, my niece is like, I'm going to go faster, faster. I got that thing spinning so fast. I have never spun that thing so fast before. And I mean, I used to ride that thing all the time at Astroworld had to ride like that when I was growing up. And that was one of my favorite, you know, rides. And it didn't hit me until I started walking, getting off the ride. I'm like, no, I refuse to accept this. I'm not going to get sick. So then I rode another ride that spun around. And I don't know what it was called, but it was, it was really fun. It was a really fun ride. And I, I rode it twice. And the whole time I'm like, this is fun, but I'm like, so I, I should have like learned my lesson from then because I was sick for quite a while. <laughs> But they didn't know. I didn't let it on. I didn't let on that I was sick. No, you can't. <laughs> no, it was so much fun though. But yeah, um, and like when we got off this thing, I should have remembered that. Like, okay, don't ride this ride. <laughs> and of course, I was also holding my head up because I was trying to look around. Oh, don't do know? that. No, I shouldn't have because I got ended up getting whiplash. That is the worst. <laughs> and I'm like going, oh my, my neck, my neck. But it's like going it's up a long or a high roller coaster lift hill. Do not look up where you're going, and do not look down. Yeah. I, I knew better. If you have to I look just, at anything, gaze out at the horizon. I knew better, but I didn't, you know, but it's all good. And I don't even know why I've even bothered trying to look because I take my glasses off, so I can't see anything anyway. But, oh, I would hate that. I wear glasses oh, straps. Well, oh, no. I just take them off. I just take them off. I, I could, that would drive me crazy. That I couldn't do that. Oh, I've never been able to do that. No, I can't stand not seeing. Oh, I'm used to it. I actually, um, I take my eyes, um, my eyes, I take my glasses off when I read. As I get older, I have to do that more and more. No, it's just more, I've always done it my whole life. It's just more comfortable. I mean, I'm holding the book like right up in my face, but I'm not straining my eyes at all when I do that. But I've been wearing glasses since first grade. First grade. They were, they were Star Wars glasses. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And my mom's like, these are expensive. I'm like, but these are the ones I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, so bad for me. I'm only six years old and I'm having to get glasses, you know. I was yeah. fifth grade when I got mine. Oh no. In fifth grade, they decided that I should get contacts. 
and that this was going to help me see better. And it was a horrible idea. Yeah, I've been I'm, with contacts for a bit, but... Well, I have a very nearsighted, I have extreme astigmatism, and my eye is even shaped funny. And so they had me try like gas permeable contacts, which you should never do when somebody has my eye condition. You should never do that. So it was like my eye was getting scratched constantly because it would never sit right. Yep. It just floated around on my eye. So it doesn't sound fun. I was like, nope. I even tried the soft ones and I was just like, nope, I'm going to stick with glasses. No, I would even wear my glasses at like a water park. No, I just take, I take them off and I hide them. And when I get off the ride, I put them back on. All right. It's all good. I use straps. Like a lot of the larger coasters, they don't want you having anything in your pockets, but they'll give you like lockers and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, if your glasses are strapped, they generally don't care. Hershey Park was big on that. Every time you get on a coaster, oh, you got straps? Like, I'm wearing a bright fucking orange strap. You can see in the back of my head. Maybe they're colorblind. Well, they're probably blinded by my shirt because I have have a super bright and obnoxious Hawaiian shirt I wear. Okay. What is on it? Uh, You'll appreciate this. It is slices of citrus fruits. (laughs) Which I'm highly Uh, allergic to. Lemons, limes, grapefruit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're walking through Walmart one day and. Uh-huh. My kid was trying to be a pain in the ass. And he's like, oh, you should get this. And you can wear it to the park. I'm like, you know what? You're oh, right. I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> so, so you go around embarrassing your kid. <laughs> I mean, it serves a couple of purposes. But my wife doesn't go on most of the rides. You know, okay. So she'll watch. So this way, it's obvious when I get on a coaster. So she's like, oh, yeah, they're on this one. Well, also, there you go. Also, yeah. if we happen to get split up, anyone in my party can see me from you know half a park away. Okay, you say that. But if the person is really short. Well, this thing is so bright. It's I'm like a fucking marble sky beam when I walk. Okay. So you just look for the... Uh, you know, vertical so column we, of light. And that's where I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have to bring that shirt when you come down. Oh, I will. And then we, we can all be. It's also a uh, <laughs> pretty light fabric and it dries quickly. Well, that's good. It's a perfect. Oh, yeah. Shirt. There was. And Universal, they have a water ride. And I don't remember which park it's at. Um, but it's the Rocky Bullwinkle ride. And you like get into like a log. And they have like, it was like two or three pretty good drops. It wasn't just what normally, like when I've been on those, they're just like that one big drop, you know, and that's it. This one had quite a few. Um, and like we were absolutely soaked. And my oldest niece was like, oh, well, you know, she, she wanted to ride it again. And I was like, I don't think we can take on any more water, you know, because we were like soaked head to toe. And then she started talking about how much fun she had on the drops. And I told her, I said, you know, we were free falling, right? There was nothing holding us down. <laughs> we were free. Her eyes got as big as saucers. And I'm like, we were on tracks. I said, no, we were not. <laughs> we were free falling. <laughs> and so I said, do you want to ride again? She goes, uh, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was probably the, the most fun I've had on a water ride. And then I live like, um, probably my favorite coaster there was that, um, incredible Hulk one. Yes. That is an excellent coaster. Yes. And my pleasure. brother and I lucked out my, my niece, my oldest niece was not tall enough to ride it. And so my sister-in-law reluctantly was like, okay, y'all can go ahead and go. But she was giving us the look, right? Because, of course, you know, like right when you walk into the park, that's the first coaster there. Yep. You know? And so we lucked out. We got, we had fast passes, so we didn't have to wait in line or anything. Um, and we lucked out. We got like the front car. That was awesome. And in fact, we were like, my brother, you know, like the park just opened. He's going to be able to tell. There's not that many people here. <laughs> She's not going to be able to tell that we're on the ride again. And I'm like, do you really want the rest of the day to be ruined? <laughs> you know? So, like, we'll have to come back to it. And we got so busy, we didn't end up coming back to it, which I regret not going a second time because that was an amazing ride. <laughs> yeah, I love the uh, lift hill on that because it's covered mm-hmm. and you don't realize it's a launch coaster because you can't see yes. it. So you're going up a lift hill and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, we're moving now. But see, that's okay because that's how I'm with every coaster. I can't see. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like everything is a surprise. Yeah, they actually recently retracked the entire thing. Oh, did they? Yeah, because the, generally the life expectancy of a steel coaster is around 25 years. Okay. But because Universal A is open year-round and B, they have such a high volume. It gets, you know, a lot more wear on the track than most coasters anywhere else. 
Right. But it was such a huge success that they decided instead of tearing it out and putting something new in, they'll just replace all the track. Yeah, they they should keep that coaster. That's a pretty cool coaster. So it is built by one of my favorite manufacturers, Bollinger and Mabillard, also known as B and M. Very good. Yeah, so what other great coasters have they done? Uh, let's see. They did the Dueling Dragons that were at Universal that got pulled out because people are idiots and would bring their cell phones on and then try to kill each other with them. People, don't bring wow. your fucking cell phones on the ride. Why would they do that? Because they're assholes and think, oh, I can hold on to this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Batman, the ride clones, which are inverted. So you have the track above you and you kind of hang down in the seat and then your feet dangle. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah. uh, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. The Superman okay. there is a B&M. Okay. And of course, the number one B&M is Fury 325 at Carowinds. Which got a lot of uh, media attention over the summer because of the broken support column. Oh, that does not sound good. No, they made a huge deal of it, but it was pretty much nothing. They replaced the column, ran all kinds of testing on it, and it's back in action now. Oh, very good. So they didn't have to disappoint their fans too long. No, see, B&M is a fantastic company. And so it happened, I think, on a Thursday. And by Sunday, this is a, I think they're a Swiss company. Okay. So it happened on a Thursday. By Sunday, they had engineers on site. Wow. Impressive. Trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And it took like two weeks to get a new column manufactured and delivered. These aren't like parts you can pull off the shelf and be like, oh yeah, here you go. Oh no. Um, one of my uh, mom's cousins actually um, helped design the coasters that was at Astroworld. Really? It was, I think it was the Ultra Twister, if I remember correctly. But yeah. Okay. I don't know what uh, Astroworld had it, for coasters. Just because. So, okay. That one kind of, it, it ran, it was like a big car, like one big, huge car, if I remember correctly. And it ran, what? like its wheels were like on the side. Ah, and so the rails were on the side. And it like twisted all around and you went back and forth, if I remember correctly. Okay. It sounds like a Togo design. Maybe, yeah. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't my favorite one, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Astroworld was my babysitter growing up. You got a season pass for 25 bucks and you were good all summer long. So we would go like once a week, all during the summer. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Ultra Coaster's a Togo. Okay. Pipeline. Yay, I remember the name of it. I'm proud. That was a really long time ago. Yeah, Togo, overseas, they have some good rides, but here in the U.S., they are uh, not well appreciated. Oh, really? Why? They're super rough and janky and, like, painful. Okay, I could see the rough. I, I, I never injured myself on it, but I could see, yeah. I could see that. An SLC called Serial Thriller. That's an awesome name. Celery? Oh, that was a good coaster. That's the one that was hanging, that would hang. That uh, was at Astroworld. That was a really good coaster. Yeah. But it was it was pretty rough. Like, whenever it would stop, it would come to, like, there was a stop, I think, like, in between. Like, when it, it had to stop, when it was going on a climb. Uh, yeah. And then the stop at the end. So it would, like, jerk you around pretty. I do remember that. And maybe I noticed it more because you would be swinging, you know. That was a good coaster. Not my favorite. But yeah. It's pretty the, good. Uh, suspended coaster by Arrow. Weren't many of those. So let me ask you, what, do you have any kind of holiday traditions? Uh, which holiday? Mm, let's start with Halloween. Not really. So y'all don't do, y'all don't usually do anything for Halloween? I mean, we'll go out with a kid, but that's about it. So y'all go trick-or-treating? Of course. Well, see, I didn't do that when I was growing up. We didn't go to trick-or-treating. We did, um, we would go to carnivals, so. though. Okay. We never did. We were not allowed to go trick-or-treating, you know, because we might put a razor blade in. Yeah, that whole thing, all <laughs> of that scare it. came from one guy. That totally ruined Halloween for us. <laughs> because even after we would go to like, you know, carnivals or parties or whatever. Well, if it was like a, a party, like people we knew, my mom wouldn't do it. But if it was a carnival or whatever, she would sit there and pick through all of our candy. Yeah, that all started because of one asshole fucking sociopath. He, uh... Most sociopaths are. Well, it was his own kids. You know. Oh, wow, So he took is... pixie sticks and laced them with cyanide to get an insurance payoff. And, and blame it on the Halloween candy. Uh, that is messed up. I just heard that the other day, too. Wendigoon, I think he was the one that mentioned it in a YouTube video. Huh. That's really messed up. But we always get commercials up here talking about how you have to make sure you watch what your kids get for Halloween because people are going to give them edibles and THC-laced candies. Wow. And I'm thinking, this is bullshit because any pothead is not He's going not to be giving away, giving away their marijuana shit to kids. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you're so full of shit. 
I mean, because that stuff's not cheap either. Exactly. And one problem with Halloween up here in Maine is you have to design your costumes to be able to fit over snowsuits because you never know Aww. what the weather's going to be like. Aww. How sad. I'm sorry. We've been trick-or-treating in an inch of snow before. Wow. Nope. Not, not have that problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for this booth that I'm doing on Sat to, tomorrow. Oh, we had to. It's, it's a themed and we, we are required to dress up for it. So I had to get a pirate costume because that's the theme. Pirates. <laughs> well, then you must know what a pirate's favorite letter is. R. No. It's no. the C. The C. I still say it's R. It R is more that. fun to say. Because it's more fun to say. But it's wrong. Depends on the pirate. Nope, Everybody's going to say. No, all pirates are the same. No. No, I, I can stereotype pirates. No. One of the last no. group of people that are legal stereotypes, though. I'm, I'm going to agree to disagree on that one. Okay, listeners, write <laughs> in. Let us know which one of us you agree with. Well, I can guarantee tomorrow I'm going to be saying R all the time, all day long. And I will be the one dressed as a pirate, so do that. You must know about the uh, pirate with a ship's wheel in his pants. The what? So, I didn't hear what you said. A pirate's walking around, and he's got a ship's wheel in his pants. And well, isn't that lovely? Someone points it out to him, and like, hey, you know, you have a wheel in your pants. He says, I, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. A little late have on you that not one. heard that one before? I have not. Wow. It's an old classic. Yeah. I'll have to talk to Paul about that because he is all things pirates. So. Yeah. But he also doesn't appreciate a good joke. <laughs> oh, Paul, of course not. <laughs> uh, okay. So what about Thanksgiving? Do you have any traditions for Thanksgiving? Uh, the only weird thing we do is no turkey. No turkey? Yeah. And why is that? So we always have Thanksgiving with my father and stepmother. Okay. And it's like, you know, we've always do the turkey and stuff and it's all, mm-hmm. and we're talking one year before Thanksgiving Okay. and we realized that none of us actually like turkey. Oh, I love it's turkey. Like, so why the fuck are we doing it? <laughs> it's way too much work to do it properly. It is a lot of work. And so it's like, screw that. So like a couple of years ago, we did burgers. Oh, there you go. Oh, great. There you go. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, my, my ex-husband's, um, uncle, when we lived up in Oklahoma, um, his uncle lived up there. And so we would go over there for Thanksgiving because that was his, you know, that was the only family up there. And oh my goodness. So they would do gumbo. Nice. And uh, well, you say that, okay. Normally I would be like, yes, no, they bought the gumbo from this restaurant and it was only like, okay. It wasn't like, oh, this is great. It was just like, okay. Right. Then they proceed to water it down and add shrimp to it. And I mean, I approve of adding the shrimp to it, but it was so watered down. It had zero flavor. Why would you water it down? To make room for the shrimp. And that way it stretched more. Okay. I don't know. I offered other... so many times to make it. I was like, please let me make the gumbo. Please. Because this was not good gumbo. It was really bad. But yeah, they don't, they don't like turkey. So they never did. You know, they just decided we're going to do gumbo every year. And that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I never really yeah. liked Thanksgiving growing up. So sorry. I, I don't know. I, I mean, was a long time ago. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you're so old. Ken. It's just so much freaking work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. But you know, if you like your family, then, and that's what it's kind of about, then it's worth it. But if you kind of have a messed up family, then maybe it's not so fun. I mean, my family's great, but they're it's scattered into two halves and, you know. Oh, yeah. And you got to do the Thanksgiving at this house. And then you got to go across town and do Thanksgiving over here. Or you switch years. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing, yes. But, you know, the holidays. Yeah. So Christmas, I do have one. I guess it's a tradition type thing. And what is so it? typically, I guess most families, you know, especially with kids, get up in the morning, attack a tree, and then rip open all their stuff. And then, you know, that's it. Uh-huh. Like, ever since I remember, my father's always gotten it into my head. He's like, no, we don't do that. So <laughs> I am the designated Santa because he uh-huh. was. So I'll yeah. grab one package, give it to whoever it belongs to, and then we sit there and watch him open it. Okay. And then we move <laughs> on to the next one. Okay. And then if like a kid starts showing interest in something they just opened, they start playing with it. Okay, well, it's time to take a break. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's that's worse than me. <laughs> so it's like nothing worse. I mean, that's no, perfect. no, it is. It is worse. I mean, because well, that's everybody it. always complains because when I was growing up, everybody we passed out all the presents to everybody, and then each person. 
like, okay, it's your turn. You open the gift. And then it's the next person's turn to open a gift. And then you just go around like, and so like my family was like, we're old. Why are we even doing this? And I was like, okay. And so then they decided they weren't going to do it. Well, then they were like, okay, Amy, why aren't you opening any presents? I'm like, because if I'm opening presents and I can't see what everybody else is getting. So I would literally just not open my presents and watch everybody <laughs> open theirs. So they started doing the one at a time thing again, because I wouldn't open my presents. Perfect. Well, kudos to you. <laughs> In fact, um, we were, um, I was over at Paul's house. Um, and my birthday was a couple months ago. And so they had gotten me some, a few gifts. And so they wrapped them. Well, <laughs> Paul's like, I'm not wrapping any more presents for you <laughs> because I opened it up very slowly, very neatly. I don't just rip it open. Wrong and so that. he's like, no, that's how I open. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're getting gift bags. from now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't care. And then like, I was just sitting there because um, his daughter's birthday is close to mine. And so she had a couple gifts to open. And so at first I wasn't even opening my presents because I wanted to see care of his daughter open, you know? her um, presence. And so I was like, you're like, no, open your presence. <laughs> I just like to see what people get. Yeah, I get it. That's, that's more enjoyable than a present to me. I don't know. I'm weird like that. You know, see like so. with Christmas, like on Facebook all the time, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning and people are like, oh yeah, everything's opened up. And now we're, you know, just doing this. And I dragged this shit out all day. Oh no. Like we will oh, like, cause we'll it's be just opening till two or three in the afternoon. Well, we might finish before then. It just kind of depends because, uh, my brother and my brother-in-law have work like kind of shift work. And so Sometimes we have to arrange it around them, you know, cause they're not necessarily off on Christmas or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll have breakfast. Then we'll look in our stockings. Then we may start beginning to open up the presents, but I mean, it literally takes us hours <laughs> to do that. So yeah, it's, it's not a, you know, boom, everything's open and it's all done. Yeah. And I, really I will always say involving. that's the better way to do it. I don't know. I think it's more fun. And it's fun to torment the kids too. <laughs> I'm usually one of the ones that gets stuck, uh, usually with the youngest one, my niece right next to me. And so then, of course, I'm the one that's having to assist her in putting things together. <laughs> and I, I think they do that on purpose so that her parents don't have to do that. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. So I was like, oh, Aunt Amy can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Okay, so do y'all send Christmas cards? No. No? At least I don't think so. I suppose my wife could, but I don't know. <laughs> you have no clue. Well, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. That, that is uh, kind of normal. Most guys don't. <laughs> don't participate too much in that. However, I'm good because if anyone ever thanks me for a Christmas card, I'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, no problem. I'm glad you like it. Cool. Good answer. Very good answer. You are very well trained, Ken. Don't admit to anything. <laughs> so what do you think about people that send Christmas letters, you know, updates on their life? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to read it anyway. Okay. So I asked Paul that same question earlier today and he is like, if I'm being honest, if you're sending me this letter, then you have, you feel the need to have to tell me about your life. We're not friends like that. <laughs> like, I don't care. Okay, this is good information. <laughs> so you should send him a Christmas Yeah, Paul Christmas may or may letter. not be getting a Christmas letter. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that may or may kinda, not be loaded kinda, with kinda, completely false information. Well, because, I mean, when you're reading these letters, I mean, I understand, you know, you're trying to be nice. But in all honesty, if you feel the need to, like, pour out your whole entire year, it's either going to be, like, oh, poor me, because you had a really crappy year. Or it's going to be like, oh, look at what I did. Look what my family did. Like, you're all bragging. And it's like, we don't care. Yeah, there's never middle ground. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, I would already know this stuff if I cared about you. And it's not necessarily like a bad thing. It's just like, hey, we're not in the same circle of friends that maybe we used to be or whatever. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I always thought that was like really weird. It reeks of a certain arrogance, doesn't it? It's like, yes. You know, it's like most of the people, they're going to put good stuff in the letter. And they're kind of like, like, they're trying to impress people. It's the Joneses it all over again. I'm exactly. better than you because I did this, this, and this. Exactly. And most of it are yeah. probably fucking lies anyway. It, it could very well be. It could very well be. I mean, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> so do you have any other holiday traditions or anything like that? Um, Not really, I don't think. 
like is there like a movie you have to watch every year or no do you no you don't care about christmas movies no and i'm not i mean i'm not even talking about necessarily the hallmark ones i'm not really the sentimental type (laughs) it doesn't have to be sentimental it could be like freaking hilarious well that's fine why would i limit myself to like you know i want to watch die hard but i have to wait till christmas fuck that i'm gonna watch die hard oh no 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 i mean i I watch christmas movies year round i I listen to christmas music year round (laughs) okay that's just weird (laughs) yeah i know unless it's carol of the bells like yes (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one yeah i love Tran- have you ever seen them in concert no oh you need to you need to i've seen them twice in concert once when i lived in lubbock and then once um when i was in oklahoma they put on a really great show and another thing that i really thought was really cool is they donate a lot i think all of the proceeds um to like a local food bank or something and they will put on they have like two sets of crews and they will put on shows like at the same time in different to try to get all the way around you know the country yep. but they put on a really it's, it's got light smoke pyrotechnics i mean they put on a really great show i'm sure it is it's awesome it's awesome i'd like to go again the last time i went in oklahoma he actually had to leave early my friend's mom had an emergency so yeah we gotta go but then i was like man i missed the show but you know it's a really good show i I got tickets you go ahead and go deal with your mom i'm saying i'm not gonna do that are you kidding that that's not right well i would because i'm an asshole but well i paid for this shit i'm staying i'm not gonna do that (laughs) not at all yeah it's a really good show so i highly recommend all right, I'll put that on. I mean, I don't know if they come to Maine. I would think they would, but it's no big deal. I mean, like your state is so tiny, I mean, like you could like blink your eyes and you're in the n- another state, right? I mean, Maine's actually pretty big. <laughs> Maine is bigger than the rest of New England. Okay, that's good to know. I did not know. <laughs> Most of it's empty. <laughs> I mean, you know, sorry, I'm from Texas. I mean, you could drive for two days and never leave. Well, Texas. I mean, <laughs> Texas is so big, you can you couldn't fit Texas inside itself. Nope. Like the entire planet Earth will fit inside Texas. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> you like see those uh, memes of people? They take like the state of Texas and then they like put it over like a European map or something to show that like all of Europe will fit inside Texas. Yep. <laughs> but very good. So what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I mean, it's going to be Die Hard. That was an obvious answer. Yes. Gremlins is up there. Now I still haven't seen Violent Night. I've got it on a list somewhere. I've not watch. heard of that one. Yeah. It's pretty new. Okay. It's got, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The guy from uh, Stranger Things. Harbor, David Harbor. Uh, I don't know. Cause I have never seen Stranger Things. Okay. He was also in Black Widow. You're not missing much there. That movie sucks. <laughs> so, so see? Yeah. So I take it you were, what is like your go-to movie? What genre? Your favorite genre of movies? It depends. You know, right now I'm slowly working my way. I say slowly because I get about 10 minutes in and fall asleep. But I've been watching seven. Okay. But uh, I was going to say, but lately I've been on kind of like a retro movie kick. But then I think okay, so when you, seven so is you, kind of like retro. Well, no, I mean define retro. What do you mean by retro? I mean like 80s and 90s. Okay. So. You know, stuff I grew up with. Right. Predator, okay. Terminator, all the Rockies. Okay. So you're not really a comedy person? Um, not so much. I appreciate comedy, but not as a genre. More like comedy put in other locations. Okay. Like one of my all-time favorite shows is House MD. Okay. I've seen a couple episodes Dead of Air. that. Oh, you're breaking up? Can you hear me now? Uh-oh. Where oh, is no. You? Can you hear me? Well, this isn't good because she's the one doing the recording and is now disconnected, so now I have to vamp. So here we go. House MD, one of the greatest shows of all time. Also, Suits is fantastic. I've been watching that a lot. The Office, of course. Can you hear me now? Oh, there you are. Good. I got tired of vamping. Hello, Ken. Oh, can you not hear me? Because I can hear you fine. It is recording you, though. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. It's dead air right now. You're going to have to cut this out, Paul. I think I lost Ken. Well, according to this, it's recording both of us. And we are live. All right. See, this is weird because you gave me notice when you were going to hit record. Paul usually doesn't. He'll, you know, catch it mid-sentence. I'm sure he does it on purpose. Well, he probably does, you know. Fucker. (laughs) But I'll admit, he usually gets some good stuff that way. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I should have hit record as soon as I came back. Yeah. I'm gonna catch you. Good morning. Well, hit do it again. Good morning, Vietnam. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hey, like a photographer can, taking candid shots, you know? Yeah, and we can always pretend like this is the first recording. So he could put this at the beginning of the show. No, nah, I doubt it. Doubt it. No, he probably won't. But he could. He could. You know, you never know. That almost takes editing. And, you know, we don't do that. <laughs> that That is true. Not for this show. Not for this one. I was having a Discord conversation with him and a couple other guys the other day. Uh-huh. And I mentioned some idea for a podcast I had. And he responded with, well, I'm not editing it. So I said, <laughs> well, what else is fucking new? That's because he has like 50 million projects. He takes on way too much shit. Yeah, you think? Like, why don't we finish something we're doing right now and then move on to something different? That's 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 kind of why I felt so obliged to be the co-host. <laughs> and scheduling is, uh, I don't know how he does it, but scheduling is such a pain in the ass. Well, because he forgets half the stuff he has going on. Because to be honest with you, like, I asked, okay, is this night, are you free this night? Are you sure you're free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he just didn't have the heart to tell me, um, probably shouldn't have scheduled that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And like, with all the group we play games with, Someone's yeah. always got something going on because people have lives. And well, see, now I don't have a life. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry you don't have a life. Why? You have a family. I know, which is why I don't have a life. <laughs> no, it's, I do limit myself to either a Friday or Saturday every week. Right, right. I do my best to avoid doing both. Well, I'm sure they don't sense. appreciate that I'm doing that for them. Well, but, you know. but that's understandable. Family is important. I guess. Well, I would hope so. You're the one that has to live with them. I don't. So. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> In case any of my family is listening to this. I don't want my family to listen to this. I'm surprised Paul lets me listen to this, let alone be a co-host. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty surprised when like you guys first got together and he's like, oh yeah, she's listened to a couple episodes. I'm like, holy shit, you really think that's the way to go? <laughs> Probably should have waited a couple months before springing that on her. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> that's because you're good people. Well, thank you. I think you're good people too, Ken. Yeah, we'll see what you say about that after, you know, April. After April? <laughs> Why? Are you going to be like the house guest that never leaves? It may seem that way. Okay, so get this. So I don't remember when it was exactly, maybe about a week ago or so, but Paul tells me that his mom, he said something like, she has to go kick somebody out who is an unwelcome guest. Apparently this person came to her friend's house and like stayed for months, <laughs> like months. So wow. I'm thinking, so like, you know, I've met his mom. I've spent some time with his mom and I'm like, like kicking somebody out. I'm like, I, I just couldn't picture it. Right. And he goes, no, he goes, she's packing a bag. Her friend's telling the guest that, oh, my friend's coming in town and she's going to need the bed or whatever. So she packed the bag and went over there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If somebody stayed like for months and months and months, I don't know if I could be that nice about it. I'll be like, look, dude, you know, you, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get to walk in. You overstate your welcome. <laughs> it's funny but, because growing up, my mom was always the welcoming type. And well, no, back, I mean, we always had someone staying with us and it would be, you know, months at a time. Really? But we had the room for it and it wasn't, you know, it was always one of my siblings' friends or, you know, a family but, friend or something. Well, I mean, if it was like somebody that really needed a place, that's one thing. But if they're coming to visit and like they never leave, you know, that's yeah. a little different, you know, like there's somebody that was like, okay, if I don't stay here, I'm going to be homeless. Then yeah, you know, of course. But you know, like, oh, I'm going to stay for a couple of weeks. And then it's just like months. It's like, look when you leave in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I want my couch back or something. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm kind of hospitable. I mean, I was actually offering Paul's couch to you. You know, <laughs> well, don't worry. You can come down and stay with Paul. Uh, does Paul know about this? Uh, so what are you doing today? <laughs> no, I, I asked him after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> And so that is okay, right? I mean, you know. And I mentioned it to him, and then he quickly changed the subject. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Well, maybe you mentioned it to him before I had a chance to mention it. No, I know it specifically it was after you said you talked to him. Oh, really? And it, it was like an instant subject change. 
That's yep, I'm going to get to Texas and have no fucking place to stay for a week. Can I'll, I'll figure it out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> you could stay in my car or something. I don't know. Like I said, I'll just get a cheap Walmart tent. I'll be good. <laughs> we'll put an air mattress in the back of my car. The seats, the back seats, you know, it's pretty roomy in there. So. All right. Mm-hmm. I got a Forester. There's even the moon roof. So they'll be all good. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can sleep in my work truck. No problem. So. Well, no, I mean, seriously, that was why I got my car. I, so, um, I got divorced in 2021. And so I had to get a new car because I was given the caravan that was 15 years old with almost 250,000 miles on it. And so it was only by the grace of God that it hadn't broken down on me because we were separated for about a year. And, um, so I'm like, okay, if I'm going to spend all this money, I'm going to get something that's, you know, reliable and it's got to be big enough in case I find myself truly homeless. <laughs> so good planning um, ahead. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm practical. <laughs> At least I like to think I am. So, and I mean, I was like, this is exactly what I want. If you can't give it to me, I'll wait, but this is what I want. So, so yeah, it's pretty roomy. Nice. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. But I don't think Paul's going to make you sleep out in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's pretty nice. So. Yeah. He's one of those genuinely nice people. Oh, he is. And if I thought he was truly being mean to you, I would talk to him and try to persuade him not to be so mean, <laughs> but he's not mean. I've never seen him mean. He's either, you know, putting on a really good show or I don't think so though. Well, I'm not nearly as much of an asshole in real life as I am in podcast form. Yes. Ken in text message form and Ken in podcast form are a few different people. <laughs> I have to play the character. Because it's, what to, the have, it's what the listeners have come to expect and to love. It's like that whole keeping up appearances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you tired already? I am already. It's like 11 o'clock. Is it really? Yeah. How long have we been talking for? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, trying for that, we're trying for that four-hour mark, aren't Bullshit. We? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to talk for four I mean, hours? <laughs> you can keep going. I'm not. I'm out. You know, no way. <laughs> no, I still have pies to make. Oh, that's right. You got to make blueberry pies. Yeah. Well, the crust is already made. I just have to do the filling and put it in the oven. So the hard part's already done. And you're not even at Paul's house. Are you allowed to do that? That way you have to do it so late because your parents are going to bed? No, but I do tend to cook late at night or early in the morning. I'm not my mother's way then. I mean, I kind of understand that because I can't stand people in my kitchen when I'm trying to cook. No, my mom is just very particular about where everything is and she's just particular and it's just easier. Yeah. And it's like, she's not around. My kitchen's pretty big. And like, you know, I'd love to have people hanging out, sitting at the table, chatting while I'm cooking. But no, they have to be in my fucking way. <laughs> Get out of the damn way. So bad. That reminds me of Paul. Paul's like that too. He doesn't in the kitchen with him <laughs> when he's cooking. Me, I encourage it. I, I don't know. To me, it doesn't bother me. Well, it's always like, you know, people have to like be getting into the cupboards and shit and they'll decide, mm-hmm. like, you know, you've been here all day and you decide right now while I'm in the middle of trying to cut something up that you have to get in this drawer. Like, really? Yeah, I know. But that, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I come from, my experience is that usually it, in my past marriage, especially, um, I was the only one in the kitchen. He wouldn't come in the kitchen at all. So I actually welcome the company. It's just kind of nice. All right. Well, like I said, I do like company. I just, you know. Well, no. If I'm flinging knives around, chopping shit, I need you to back off. Yeah. Don't need any, you know, trips to the urgent care. Attach a finger or anything like that. I mean, I'll be fine. So you know, I'm not worried about that. I wasn't necessarily <laughs> talking about you. I was talking about the other people in your kitchen. <laughs> I know. Like I said, I'll be fine. <laughs> Just know when you get back from the ER, you're cleaning the blood up. Not mine. Oh, did I tell you about the time a cat tried to kill me? No, but it's not surprising considering it's a cat. Evil okay. little bastards. <laughs> so I think I had had him maybe a couple months. So he was maybe like five or six months old. And I was sitting on the edge of my bed and he jumps up right next to me. And I notice covered in blood like just soaked i'm not talking a little bit i'm talking like soaked like covered in blood and so i'm like what is going on and then i notice my leg 
my pajamas are covered in blood. So I'm like, this is like really weird. I'm like, what on earth? I'm, I'm looking at him, right? Like, did you cut yourself or something? And I'm like, all that blood, you should be dead by now. <laughs> you don't have that much blood in your body, right? Because it's a kitten. So then I'm like lifting my pajama leg up. And as soon as I get it above my knee, my leg starts squirting blood. <laughs> like it's full on fountain wording. That's pretty fucked up. Well, no, he hit one of my, I have varicose veins and he, he punctured it just right. So it started just oozing, like not just oozing, like squirting. So then I quickly pull my pant leg down. And I'm like holding onto my leg, walking down the hallway. And I'm telling my mom, I'm like, I think I need help. Because <laughs> you know? I'm just like, I'm like, I've never had this happen to me before. So we're trying to like get the bleeding to stop, you know? So we wrap up my leg and I mean, I've got it propped up and everything all night. Right. And it's not bleeding now, you know, it stopped. So then in the morning I like, and I mean, like I had to wait for my sheets to be clean because they were soaked. Like the bed was covered in blood. And then the next morning I like go. And I'm like pulling the bandage off. It starts squirting again. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I must have like, you know, knocked off the scab or whatever yep. when I take the bandage off. So I'm just like, well, I ain't going to work now, am I? <laughs> so uh, we broke down. I'm like, okay, if it's not going to stop bleeding, I guess I have to go to like an urgent care or something. And if you know me, I don't do doctors. <laughs> I don't do anything like that. So we go and wouldn't you know, as soon as they start looking at my leg, it stopped bleeding. It finally scabbed over. But yeah, so they were very nice about it. They didn't even charge me anything, even though I did bleed on their table but yeah so my cat tried to kill me i was like all right yeah thank you i rescued you from the streets and this is how you repay me that's pretty much how they are they're evil little bastards yeah but they're so cute they are they are yeah sometimes uh when i come home i think though he the samwise punishes me because you know if i leave him for a couple days but he always forgives me yeah they don't have long memories yeah i think it was it was funny um tonight um I can't remember if it was Paul's daughter or son was like, oh, you should bring, my cat's name is Samwise. And they're like, you should bring Samwise when you come next time. And I'm like thinking that's going to work too well because they have a dog who's very, very hyper. And yeah. my cat is a very scaredy cat. So I'm like, I'm not going to traumatize him like that. <laughs> he would not be happy with me at all. All right. So anything else you want to talk about? Are you tired? Well, I already know you're tired, but. Yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up. Because I've got some pies to make. And I think we've got a quite a nice long episode. Yeah, it should come out around the yeah. two-hour mark, I'd say, after Trunking Silence. Yeah, I think so. So we'll we'll see. We'll see if uh if this one actually airs or not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, maybe like this one sucks so bad. No, and then I'll be like, hey, but the show is called Tuesday Suck. I mean, there are certainly clippable moments from it. I think so. So maybe he'll go through and then clip that and then cut the rest. Let's face it, Paul's not going to have time to properly edit this thing. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for having me tonight, Ken. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for filming. Anytime, anytime. All right, we'll get some sleep. Yeah. And I will go make some pies. Sounds good. Listeners, have a great night and shut the fuck up, Donnie.